you know, we can trick ourselves into good behavior too. All too often we find ourselves tricking ourselves into bad behavior or someone else tricking us into bad behavior. What do I mean by this us tricking ourselves into good behavior? Just the other day, I was talking to Catherine out on the Soul, Mind, and Body membership group, and I was speaking about my drinking. And she had mentioned she's not a fan of alcohol, and I think what a blessing that is. But she also mentioned her father drinking. And so maybe there's a connection there that she had an experience and the alcohol kind of turned her away from itself. Whereas for me, my dad drank a lot, my mom drank a lot, and I drank a lot. It was almost as if it was kind of passed down to me. And I enjoyed the alcohol. I enjoyed the impact it had on my state of being. And I think I was sharing that in my glass, I just had the lime or the lemon and the sparkling water. And I put it in a drink glass. And so Catherine was saying, yeah, for me, even though I don't like alcohol, I do like having sparkling water in a nice, pretty wine glass or a fancier glass. So it's not tricking me. I know darn well there's no alcohol in there, but from a fitting in perspective, let's say you're at a party and you don't want a lot of people to kind of look at you and say, why aren't you drinking? You can have what looks like a drink in your hot little hand and have zero alcohol in it and nobody needs to be the wiser except for you. Now we can also trick ourselves like I did this morning You know that I've been kind of dabbling back in the coffee thing. Yesterday, I stopped my fast at night. I made it all the way through. I'm grateful that God has been there every moment when I just (laughs) want to grab a nut. And I, (laughs) okay, that sounded horrible, didn't it? When I want to grab some almonds or walnuts or pecans or something like that. He has just been there saying, it's, it's not worth it. Let's keep going one more day. So I made coffee last night. I filled it all the way up to the top and I was talking to my husband about it. And he's like, so what's the deal? Are you drinking coffee now or not? And I said, I don't know. I don't know if it's good or bad because every time you go look for something, it's the opposite. First article will be this. Another study will reference something else. I just look at the coffee, how black it is. And I think about how horrible my stomach feels sometimes when I drink coffee on an empty stomach. It's almost as if it's eating itself. On top of that, I also know that my body, in terms of stress, I know that I have adrenal glands going off the map. Do I really need extra caffeine in my body to freak it out? Well, I made a big old pot, full pot, and I woke up this morning. I heard the coffee maker go off and I was so excited to get up because this morning was not going to be an intermittent fasting day for me. I am going to have some cream in my coffee, but I actually measured it out. I put in two tablespoons and I cut 
a small pat of butter and put it in there. Now, I tricked myself in a way because I was like, okay, I'm going to make this beautiful cup of coffee that's going to start off my day and I'm going to go upstairs and pray. I'm not going to do anything until I pray. So the cup of coffee was kind of my reward or maybe my carrot to begin my rosary. I don't know. Stranger things have happened, but we can do these things that make us look forward to these changes in our lives and trick ourselves or put in these little rewards that don't sabotage us. They actually help us. I mean, if you think about how in our culture, we celebrate with food all the time, food and drink, food and drink. And if those are the two things that you're trying to get a hold of in your life, we have to figure out ways that we can also celebrate without food and drink. So think about that the next time you're triumph happens and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Maybe your, your weight loss is part of the game. I know I saw a couple people out there chatting about, I just want permanent change. I think that some people's whys on the soul, mind and body group are truly diving deeper into their soul. Check out my Catholic stand article today. It's all about addiction and bad habits can be conquered. It's just a matter of us finding a new approach with God and being patient. And I think that that's what the people in the membership group are seeing. We're in the third week and people are already identifying patterns in their life and they are taking a new approach and not making it about 20 pounds or fitting in that outfit or going to that event. It's deeper. It's more rooted in the identity of a child of God, that we should be as good as we possibly can be in our soul, our mind, and our body and pay attention. So I want to share with you, you've been hearing me talk about my hip week after week. I got to get those exercises going back there. I'm, I'm starting to feel the achiness at night when I'm laying on my hips. And thanks, Christopher, for the suggestion of a pillow there. But I've been sleeping that way since I've been pretty much born with a pillow between my legs. But end of the day, I've been ignoring it. Even though I've been telling everybody about it, I've been mentioning it to my husband. What have I done about it? Not much. I've been doing a few exercises here and there, but nothing on a regular basis to get those muscles worked out and built up like they were before. So yesterday I'm planting vegetables and I'm planting flowers and I'm doing all this stuff and I am completely bent over at a 90 degree angle at my hips. And what I didn't realize I was doing was I was totally compensating for my inner thigh thing with my back. So my back is killing me today. 
on the left side, which is where my bad hip is, and I could have prevented this. My why goes back to I don't want to be a sore, complaining, old person at the young age of 52. But my why did not match my actions. I could have got ahead of this, everyone. I could have easily avoided this problem, but I didn't. And now I'm supposed to go to golf tomorrow, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to play. So we'll see how this goes. But this is a hard lesson learned by me because I kept saying it and I didn't act. And how many times do we do that too? So for today, find a way to dupe yourself. Find a way to make whatever it is that you are doing that is difficult, make it seem more fun. Make it seem more enjoyable. Like I said, curling up to a beautiful cup of coffee with two tablespoons of cream and a little pat of butter was like dessert in a cup. I didn't have any sweetener in there. By the way, I haven't touched the sweetener. My cravings again are gone. These are the small little changes and reminders that happen in our life. And I hope that you are seeing those patterns in yours. So if it's about not eating sugar, then do something else. I mean, make a beautiful pot of tea or make something else that replacement. This was how I worked when I was traveling back and forth. I was going to O'Hare International Airport. I'm in all these different airports all over the place in my United Frequent Flyer Club where you can have free wine, free Prosecco, and my life was just surrounded by that bar. I would be drinking at 8, 9, 10 o'clock in the morning. It didn't matter where I was as long as I didn't have a you know business meeting to go to. I was drinking all the time, all day, every day. It didn't matter. And that was my identity when I walked into that club. So I had to change that. And it became tea for me. I would walk in immediately thinking I'd be going to the bar, but I would slide over and look at all the different teas and, you know, smell the tea and like put the cup in my hand and just change the whole experience and make it about the tea. Trying different ones, putting lemon in them, you know, that type of stuff. That is what I'm talking about. So think about it. Is it maybe even swapping out the entire activity itself? So instead of wanting to eat that sugar or whatever, you grab that book. If you have those addiction moments where you're just like, oh my gosh, I've got to do it. I've got to do it. You know that you've got deliverance prayers, but don't forget you also have the way to take your mind off of that by doing something else. So they call them like left loops with your finger, 
or you can grab a pen and a piece of paper and start writing things down with your opposite hand in cursive, just completely shifting your mind to something else is also a beautiful trickery that we can do with ourselves. We just have to be creative. So pray on it. Maybe God will have something that will work perfectly for you and then do it. Remember, how many days, if not weeks, was I talking about my hip? Even people in the group were all like, hey, I hope your hip feels better. Well, I know what I can do for my hip and I haven't done it. So that's my lesson to myself right now, especially now that I have my back thing. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm trying to figure that out with God today. What is it that I should do? Because for the last two, three days, last three days, I have not done any purposeful workout. Nothing. So I got to get back to that. Okay, let's pray. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Oh, Lord, illuminating our souls with what we need to work on and all of the little patterns that we see in our lives and different ways that we can celebrate life that brings holiness and brings happiness and health to us. We ask that you pour that in us all the way up to the brim so that we can see clearly today how we need to live. Help us love ourselves, love others, and to find those little tips and tricks that work in our life, in our experiences, in our families. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All righty. Live your 24 hours today. Go find some ways that you can truly enjoy the change. Change your attitude. Don't complain about these things. Look forward to walking away from that temptation. Look forward to seeing how your life can be. And thank God right now for that. You can see your future. You, you know what you want your life to be. So bring God into it and then let it go to him. Lord, this is how I want today to be. With your grace, it can be that way. So I let it go to you. Your will be done. And then watch what happens. All right, everyone, I love you all. Find something more with God, soul, mind, and body. Have a blessed and inspired day. Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance supernatural peace, joy, and love. 
that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today.